Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! I've got a new one. Okay. Did you know? What? A second retail location for Budget Blinds is now open. We've teased about it. We've hinted about it. Boy, did we tease about it. And we were wrong in our initial tease. I believe, I'm going to say this, we were misled. Eh, Maybe. Not by the good folks. No, and not intentionally. They weren't like they weren't trying to mislead us. It's just here's here's a secret for all of you. Uh, construction takes longer than they plan. Right. <laughs> anyway, Budget Blinds of Lee Summit now has Budget Blinds of Overland Park. So if your friends or family are over on that eh, eh, other side of the state line, they've got a place to go to. Really, you got nothing. I got nothing. You know what else, Jason? Hmm. They're your home for the signature. Series shades. All hail our robot shade overlords. Our bi-state robot shade overlords. Wow, is that like having a second crown? I don't know. Maybe it's just a bigger crown. Maybe put like extra jewels on it. There we go. Or something. So if you're ready to make your home a smart home, go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit, please. Right in the heart of downtown. Tom Jason Nick Singer. I'm Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who's going to make me some tacos this week. It is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. Not just tacos. uh, Look, I'm going to say this clear before you clarify and get more in detail, because I'll start drooling, and that's weird on the microphone. But look, you had me at tacos. (laughs) Birthday, Barrias Tacos. That's good. Now, so Nick and I... And uh, he, who, a friend who shall not be named, who shall not be named and is muted on this podcast, uh, will be getting together and spending some time together as friends outside of the podcast arena. And and we're going to make some tacos because, well, you have to stay on brand <laughs> as it goes. Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is Ibuprofen. Because as it turns out, I have been spending the last week and a half or so remodeling my bat- master bathroom which is great and, and it's been a, an entertaining process and all that. But I'm going to say this. I am a man who is now, and I'm going to reveal a dark detail. I'm in my 50th year on this planet. I get more sore now than I did when I was younger, <laughs> as it turns out. And so my friend is ibuprofen getting me through the uh, ends of my days as we go through. It is, it is, uh, it's been a lot of work, but it's been, it's been cool. And the bathroom looks pretty nice so far. Thank you, Modern Medicine. For helping us through these hard, hard times. Jason, you know what I love almost as much as tacos? What's that? Ice cream. I mean, can't really go wrong. You could you could make a whole day of just tacos and ice cream. So this week, we're going to celebrate my birthday. And I am not quite yet to that 50th year. Thank you very much. You wee, 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 baby. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to celebrate my birthday with tacos. And then next week, we're going to celebrate... Missouri's Bicentennial, August 10th, 5 to 8 p.m. at the Lee Summit History Museum, an ice cream social for the community. It is very cool. Uh, Lee Summit's Historical Society, the City of Lee Summit's Cultural Arts Division are hosting this. It's going to be really cool. Do I get to sing Happy Birthday to Missouri? I think you absolutely 100% should. I actually stand at a table. I will give you a microphone, and you will sing Happy Birthday to Missouri. Oh, that sounds sweet. So we've got three, not just one. Not just two, but three different ice cream food trucks will that's, be there. That's true. It's including awesome. including Lee Summit's own Poppy's ice cream. Poppy's. We'll have the waffler. We'll have Tasty Unicorn. 
First 500 attendees get one free scoop. Oh, guess what? There's kettle corn. There's root beer. There's a whole lot more. So thank you to History Museum, City of Lee Summit, downtown Main Street involved in this, Lee Summit Chamber. There's also going to be a kind of a partner event. So if you walk just a block west, there's also going to be a symphony concert over at Bridge Space on Market Street. So some cool, fun stuff happening, Jason, to, as, as Lee Summit does its part as our state celebrates its bicentennial. Happy birthday to Missouri. Hey, I want to get to some a little bit of real news. I got oh, just yeah. one little bit of real news. We have news one for... real piece of news this week. It's it's August now. And much to the chagrin Wait, of... you can you can hear the sound in the future. You can hear it. You can hear the sound, the slow, quiet, and growing groans of the community's school children. Right. My son says it's the topic that shall not be spoken of yet. And I'm sure many of you have children as well. But school is coming back soon. And like everybody, we're all thinking, okay, what's it going to look like this year? We all went through last year. Last year was a... Which uh, had many looks as we went back and forth. But it is what it is. COVID ruined everything. However, it sounds like COVID's still trying to ruin things. Oh, no. I, I would say Delta is doing a fantastic job of ruining all the available leftover things. <laughs> Uh, the Board of Education for the Summit R7 Schools is having a special session tomorrow on Thursday. They're going to discuss, Jason, the mask topic. Dr. David Buck, the superintendent, will be presenting kind of the administration's recommendation and plan for how what they think should be happening when it comes to, to masks for the next, next school year. And then the board will deliberate and make their decisions what they think that should happen. Jason, you've taken a look at the at the documents. What really is Dr. Buck? recommending okay so the first thing i'm going to say this is despite the fact that we are now getting covid levels probably at or above what we had last summer as we were heading into the school year there is no conversation about going making everyone do any kind of remote hybrid virtual any kind of schooling it's planned for in-person schooling is the main mode of thing i think that the district has our, to be fair our knowledge of covid and how the vaccine transmits and all those sorts of things have we know more this August than we did last August. Right. So we know some things. And so so just to be clear, to keep everybody, you know, look, this is anytime we start talking about COVID and any kind of restrictions accompanying COVID, this is what we get. Uh, we're going to have a lot of hue and cry and a lot of people who are going to be mad online and in person about whatever restrictions there might be. May or may not be. There may or may not be. But nobody's talking about at this point shifting to any kind of uh, a virtual remote learning model for the bulk of the students. We're all, all the kids are going to be in school, except for those who specifically choose to do the virtual option, um, which existed before COVID and continues to exist now. So that leaves really on the table masks and whether or not or who is going to be required to wear them and what situations and all that. And so Short version, there's a, uh, if you go onto the district's website, you can pull the document up yourselves. There's like a 30 point, 30 pa uh, panel PowerPoint presentation and all that. But essentially every recommending body from the CDC on down has recommended, including the county, local doctors, all kinds of groups have basically made the recommendation that all school children K through 12 should be fully masked while indoors during their schooling activities. This is because our vaccination rates are low on that. Obviously, if you're under 12, you can't be vaccinated at all. So, I mean, like our elementary schools are just a sea of unvaccinated children. The um, middle schools and high schools, those ages, the vaccination rates on there are very low. I mean, like under 40 percent. 
um, for like 10 to 14 year old or 14 year olds. They're a little bit higher in the 40% range for, um, for other teenagers. And, and Lee Summit's maybe higher, but we don't have any specific or at least no released data on that. Not really available to matter. us. Not available to us at this point. And that may be something that the district gathers as it goes through. Um, there's no conversation in any of this on requiring the vaccination to attend schools, which is another topic that comes up, um, but that's not in this recommendation. So the recommendation is that the superintendent and the district have put forth the recommendation according to their, their PowerPoint, which of course could change between now and Thursday night, uh, that all, uh, I will read it out here, uh, require universal mask wearing of all individuals while indoors at school or school events. And then they recommend wearing masks outdoors if you are unvaccinated. So that's the, that's the basic gist. And, and I think that that is a relatively, it's very straightforward, pretty easy to understand. Um, the end case would be you wear masks inside, you don't wear masks outside because we all know how a recommendation of mask wearing outdoors goes. Um, we've seen that ever since May, but uh, you, that's what you're, you're trying to deal with that. So I think essentially to sum it up, everybody says everybody in the school should be wearing masks all the time. And that's the recommendation that they're going to put to the board that the board will vote on on Thursday. So we will watch and see what that discussion entails. I'm sure members of the board will have lots of questions. They'll have some some thoughts and opinions of their own. So we're going to watch that, see how the board decides. And we're going to see maybe if we can get Dr. Buck to come on the show in a week or two and, and give us maybe a little picture of what the school year is going to look like. I think we're all a little curious. And for whatever reasons, we're all a little anxious about what's going to go on this year. And can we just can we just have it a little easier? A little bit. Hey, look, I, I think this recommendation, you're like, if everybody gets to go and do all the stuff that they used to do, and the only thing you have to do is wear a mask, it's pretty okay. Compare it. Think about what happened last year and how much everybody hated last year. Like, even the people who had a good experience with the virtual or online schooling hated it because they missed their friends, they missed activities, they missed all those things. This isn't so bad as the thing goes. So we'll see. We'll see what the board does in response or as a, as a follow-up. I'm just on selfish. This. I want my house back. And, and yeah, let's, and really that's, I think the important thing, um, all of you Give should, Nick what Nick wants, you should email all of the members of the board of education and say, look, we support this in-person mask mandated school so that Nick can have his house. Right. Nick, it's all about Nick. It's all about Nick. It's all about Nick. Jason, that's it. We're going to watch. We're going to see what happens. The, the, the district's going to make it its recommendation. The board will then make its decision. On, on what they think is the best option, the best things for, for the children in the district. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. That'll wrap us up for this week. We'll talk to everybody next time.